So we've seen <laughs> the face on him and the way he just started a new line, just knowing that he's gonna edit that out. <laughs> you mustn't reveal too much about the way we work. People know. They don't care. This they don't listen. Thank God it's me editing the film. Oh, all right. Yeah. Little girls, this seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon, are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes before he could find the right words. Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> I've just been in Simon's place and Kenneth Branagh walked in and I did nothing about it. And Marina luckily wasn't there because she would have done a lot about it. Yes, I would have hugged him and kissed him. And maybe I would this have gotten is why a restraining I order. Tell you, never but it would be worth it. Like, I'm joking. It like, is not worth it because I know questions will be, what if that was a woman and a man did that? Yeah, I know. That is abuse. That is absolutely. It's abuse <laughs> either way. Yeah, either way. I know. I would not do that. I am only joking. And I'm Marina Gorski. <laughs> And today, we are going to talk about Black 47. Yay. After Black Klansman last week. Yeah. I didn't realise the connection until I was saying Black. There's no connection other than Black. Yeah. Well, it's unusual to have two films with the same, practically the same wow. title. So quick. It's, it's like so those kind of apart. people who are always trying to find meaning in things. Like well, it's I'm not doing 11 that. now. No, it's like, yeah, whatever, 12-12 or 0101. That kind of situation. You're just like, that means nothing. That's just the time. And that happens every day. <laughs> you really are upset about not seeing Kenneth Branagh, yes, aren't I you? Am. You're just venting on anything possible. <laughs> this could be a very negative review. <laughs> you probably loved it until you came in here and I told you, I've just seen Kenneth Branagh. Well, it's a very grim film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you must have loved it. Yes. Well, as someone who has always had no a one cares. fascination, I'm talking about you. Oh, okay. I said, <laughs> as someone who's well, always had a fascination with the famine and a great interest and in knowledge of same, <laughs> what did you think of this film? Why do you do this to me? I know. Okay, that's an in joke which we're not going to reveal. But Marina is not from this country. <laughs> <laughs> After how many episodes it is revealed? Marina. <laughs> I think episode two. <laughs> it's going to be on You Magazine or Hello. Marina, right at the bottom left. Left. Right at the bottom left. Really small girl from podcast revealed to be foreign. Immigrant. <laughs> Mick Jordan approach. Could you not get an Irish girl? <laughs> yeah. um, no, I couldn't. That's the problem of my life. <laughs> you found me online. <laughs> And importantly, would you like to be on a podcast? BrazilianWives.com Brazilian podcasters wanted. What were you saying? What did you think? Did you enjoy the film? Get your feedback on the film. Yes, I did. I really, really Did you expect to? I actually did expect to. Because I liked the idea 
of it, even in the trailer, I, I liked the idea of the person seeking revenge. Okay. For what was happening. I don't that didn't happen, did it? That's not oh, a no, true it's, story. Oh, no, it's pure fiction. Fiction on, yeah, based on, okay. So, no, I really, really liked it because of that, because it's kind of Tarantino-esque in the sense that he takes something like Django yeah. and make it his own kind of thing, own story on it, and I loved it. I love that it went to grim and gore and... Yeah, I, well, I mean, it is. It's a genre film in that it's the revenge story, yeah, um, with the famine as the background, yeah. And I did like that because I said if it's just going to be a story about the famine itself, yeah. no one's going to be interested. No, but it was like a a, a motive for your man to do what he did, and that oh, yeah. I think that is very satisfying for people watching. Yeah, that he is taking revenge on what is going on because it was a disgrace what was happening. And even the character that was just there in the background, just saying his witty lines. Oh, uh, Stephen Rea. Yeah, that was just playing the, as one as the Irish Times put it, playing the Stephen Rea part. Yeah, basically, <laughs> even Stephen him Ray. I thought was very good because he was just saying as it was, like he oh, wasn't yeah. he wasn't trying to be smart. It didn't look like he was trying too hard to be smart and do witty lines. He was just saying, "No, this is a disgrace. This is yeah. what people are going through." basically just calmly kind of commenting yeah, on it yeah. like the scene where you're probably thinking particularly of the scene where he's talking to um, Jim Broadbent about Jim who's Broadbent in the said, next film we're going to yes review. and I was conscious connections of everywhere <laughs> I just you just said there was no connection to the last film and now we're actually going on to yeah the I'm one. making fun of that okay well done thank you but you are talking about the scene <laughs> where Jim Broadbent I'm compares I'm sick by the way so you'll listen to me going <laughs> No one's interested, to quote they you. They are. But I was talking about the scene with Jim Broadbent, Stephen Rea, where Jim Broadbent says, compares the Irish women with the English women. Oh, yeah. And he said, well, if you took an English woman, a woman and put her in the Irish situation, starve her, kick her out of her land, you're going to end up with the same thing like this. Yeah. Sort of, now, it's stating the obvious, but it needs to be said yeah. at the same time. And I was also conscious of watching the two of them, that the two of them were in the crying game together as well. Like okay, such I've a completely different. Oh, well, it's like such a completely different film. Like this, and this is twenty five years later, and these great actors are still out there. Yeah. Um, and from that, I don't know what my point was from that, but anyway, I really enjoyed the film as well. Mm. Is what I would make. Um, and I, exactly like you, I was delighted it was that genre rather than just simply about the famine. It's just yeah. informing you of the famine, showing yeah. you horror very subtly. Yeah, like it was very like Schindler's List that way. I thought, like when you think it's not in Schindler's List, you're watching, you get outraged, and this you get outraged, but you don't get outraged against anyone. You don't get the frustrated no, yeah, outrage. No, you need to do something about it. Schindler's List, it's Schindler's List is depressing. It really gets you down about everything that went through. Okay, this doesn't like it does because you're 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 aware of what happened and it gets you mad, but it. It satisfies you in the way that you you feel like you're getting revenge as well. Yeah. Basically, like, oh, something's being done about this, you know, that that kind of way. And I was even like, yeah, feck the English. <laughs> <laughs> even though I love the English. Um, I'm not comparing, but I'm just saying I, lo- I love the English. And I was really like, feck the English. This is my country too. How dare you do this to them? Oh, my God. I knew the one of us thing was I just know, too yeah. dangerous. Because I'm legal now. <laughs> I'm voting Sinn Féin. <laughs> oh, no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave that aside. 
Um, what did I hear? Oh, yeah, no, it was in the next room that we're going to review. <laughs> About the IRA. Anyway. <laughs> okay, but, back to this. Yeah. Um, um, well, I would say, compared to Shindas, the thing with Shindas' list is whatever about it being, yes, it's very depressing and harrowing, like it's shocking. But that's what's very good about it. Because oh, yeah, even though you so know all it's, this, it's, it's real impact. Films, I feel. But at the same time, there's still, rather than just an endless stream of misery and horror, which you just can't watch after a while, with something like Schindler's List, there is a proper plot run through that you can engage with. Yes. Like the whole thing with him rescuing the Jews. Yeah. And in this, as you said, there is a plot he's going out to avenge his family and all this. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know that going in. I didn't, knew nothing about the film. I knew it was set in the family. That was it. I didn't know the story. Yeah. So I was glad of that. Um, but the bits that they show in the family, this is what I'm saying, like there's little bits that are obvious when you see them, but you never think of them, like the family freezing to death. Yeah. I mean, I was used to the concept of people that starved and so on, but that whole thing of, that, like there's photographs. They're, 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 they're taking out of their homes. They're, yeah, but there's, there's there's you know no where they're knocking there's down no, the house or knocking yeah. down the roof. That's what they did. They would burn the roof of all these houses to make them uninhabitable. Yeah. Which and is then, cruel because what difference does it make to you? Let people live in there. Oh, no, they wanted them off the land. This is what he I says. I know, but yeah. it's just, it's still, it's cruel because you're just like. Oh, it's savage. Leave them there. And that was really what pissed me off at the start. And with the boy as well, that broke my heart because I'd say families had to see that all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, you, could, you couldn't say anything against them. They'll shoot you. Oh, of course. Kind of like well, that was going on right up to the 1920s. Oh, yeah, I know. But like, it's just, it's so infuriating that they were, this was going on. It's so inhumane. And it's like, they, they were treating them like animals. But you see, they saw them as that. It was the same thing as the Nazis with the Jews, mm, in that they yeah. saw them as a lower form of life. Like the, well, same in, with the slaves. Well, they said in the British, well, yeah. This, and yeah. They remember, they even say in the film, and this is, that was a genuine line, where they were trying to, they, the idea was to rid Ireland of the Irish that it would be as rare to see an Irish man in Ireland as it is to see a red Indian in America. Yeah. And they, yeah. that is a genuine quote. People did say that. That was policy. And the government of the time, the British government at the time, they discussed the famine in Parliament and said it was a sent from God to eradicate the Irish. This is oh one politician God. said it. And the governor, the Viceroy of Ireland, Trevelyan is his name. This is why you might hear the, the, the fields of Atten Rice on this reference to Trevelyan's corn. He was in charge of helping the family because he was in charge of Ireland. He was a viceroy. Yeah. And he stopped aid. Aid was coming in. For, corn was being sent for And he stopped it because he said it was um, unfair to people who were selling corn to give it out free. Yeah, didn't so, that, uh, someone mention that in the film? Oh, yeah. They had and the English guys why, shipping it all off to England. Yeah, and then, and then um, there were people on the... On the gates, I, just, I thought that scene was brilliant mm-hmm. because I thought it was so... Even I was questioning uh, Barry Keown's character. Yeah. I was like, but he's Irish. Why, why no, he was he? English no. though. Oh, sorry. You were going on somewhere. Yes. Carry on, please. Oh, he was English, was he? He's English. He's In Eng- the film, he's yeah. English. He's Irish himself, but he was an English No, I know he's Irish himself, mate. But he <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you don't know. I know he's Irish. I don't know. There's things about the famine I don't know that you don't know about, so I have to be oh, careful. Oh, I know loads about the famine. You I do now. so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not going to mention anything. No, but, but if anyone would like to email us, my, finally. Yeah, my historical faux pas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, just it's not even faux pas, it's beyond that. <laughs> well, I mean, Marie Antoinette made the same mistake. <laughs> yeah. 
Don't compare me to that. No, no, no. We're not going to behead you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe tomorrow they'll listen. No. And then they'll they'll come all the way from Frederick Street yeah. and they'll say you're next. <laughs> they'll bring the guillotine and they'll bring me all the way from Kiltern and Strat to a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, wow, burger, wow, burger. <laughs> Anyway, where were we going? Oh, yeah. Gary Cole. Okay, so... Okay, because that's why I thought he was Irish. Okay, I get confused then in the film. I thought he was Irish, and that's why he was... Uh, that's that's why he got angry of what, because of what was happening. No, I think... Again, I'm interpreting from what I read afterwards, but I read someone saying playing the British soldier. Now, he could have been in the British Army and being Irish. Yeah, because that's what happened a lot, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Was, yeah well, I mean, so certainly I the police were all Irish. Because your man was, and he was fighting in Afghanistan, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was Irish, but he was there for the British Army, wasn't he? So that's yeah. what I thought uh, Barry Cohen character but no, was. But I think it was somewhere that he was meant to be British. Okay. And uh, well, again, the, but also that, I think one of the lines I said was that he starts off having contempt for the Irish and then becomes sympathetic. And I said, well, I don't remember him having any contempt. contempt. So. He's a very quiet character. <sighs> yeah. Well, I think, you see, some of the reviews got it all wrong. I was reading a number yeah. of reviews and they were summarised and said, no, that didn't happen in the film. They seen something else or whatever, but... We saw property. Yes. So what did you think of the epic quality, if you like, of the epicness of the film? Did it come across as epic because it's a big historical film? Well, yeah. I mean, there's not much in the like epic for me. There's a lot of shots of landscape. Mm -hmm. But there were. I don't. But that wasn't the focus to me, if you get me. Um, because I I don't know I just know Ireland. You kind of <laughs> just concentrate on the plot of the film. I don't know. Like I wasn't really. I paid attention to cinematography, but not as much as normal because the story was just so engrossing. Yeah, that yeah. you know I just I I wanted to watch the film rather than paying attention to the details. So I don't really. Well, that's a good recommendation. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't really. I didn't really think of it as. Oh, this is an epic. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm like, to me, it was I'm always aware with films like this. Do they capture the period right? And I think they did. It oh, did. They did it this, did yeah. really feel like you were in 1847, yeah. whereas a lot of times, particularly when they're filming countryside, because the countryside hasn't changed. Mm. You're just so aware. Well, yeah, that's what it's like now. So they just went out there and found a field. Yeah. So a lot where there was no poles in the shot and things like that. But I forgot that, as I said, you just get involved in it and it does feel like no, it's because time. There's a bit more to it. Like there's, they've, they've done a bit more to it, like even to the houses where. Yeah. Um, abandoned houses and all that they really dressed it up Yeah, if you get me so it really made it look like it was from that time the only thing that did detract from me a little in making it epic because it is it's almost heralded as an epic film in its own way but because any historical film is going to have that quality I didn't feel particularly when you were saying about the crowds and um, trying to get in the gate looking for food mm. there wasn't many of them now, that's a lot to do with there's obviously couldn't get enough extras or something but like that. But would that be a case Oh, there, there was huge, there was droves of people. Oh, okay. And this is the thing, like the workhouses. Do you know of the workhouses? Workhouses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, there's one in... You basically sell yourself to you, them. You go in and you just work for yeah. two bowls of soup a day. Yeah. And you're just completely surrendered to that life. But they were surrounded by people trying to get in. Mm. 
And so that's everywhere where they're saying that they're waiting for scraps of food. Well, if, if there were scraps of food, and there would have been, there would have been thousands of people there. So I was just conscious of that. And a lot of it is because I'm so aware of extras now in things. Well, and that, that, but yeah, that was, it, that's a minor point. I would say it didn't detract from it. I just felt if they had a huge amount of people, it would really have built it up. But other than that, it wasn't it's not something most people would notice. It's just because I've been an extra on things yeah. and I'm aware of the extra system. Yeah. OK. So what did you think of the performances? I thought they were very good. Mm-hmm. Really good. One of the girls, the main girl at the start, she yeah, was sister. in old, uh, was, was it old Dublin, old school Dublin? Dublin old school. Dublin old school. I keep, school I, keep, I, keep, I keep making it. Which has been in a lot of things. Yeah, but no, yeah. but I, I haven't seen a lot of things. So oh, no, I'm just, I just Sarah Green, that. I think is her yeah. name. She's very good. Oh, I she like is. Her, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what struck me was, and um, we keep coming back to the next film we're going to review. One of the, the main actress in that was only in it for a few minutes. I felt that with this because she's listed as starring mm. in it then and she's in the posters and she's not in it a lot. I'll leave it at that. Um, I thought the main guy um, was too much the silent brooding type. Like there's a lot of times like he's always silent. Well, Everyone comes I in the scene. That's I feel with a lot of Irishmen though. No, we're not like that. You know, we're, not, we're always talking. Well, yeah, but when you they're they're always that kind of. Ugh. Oh no, but he wasn't the older generation oh, yeah. of men. It's the hunch and the, the face, and now they're you're the friendliest people ever. <laughs> but I'm just saying that there is that kind of over masculine feel of reserve a uh, kind of thing you know the <laughs> men apes <laughs> yeah basically you're so there scrunching over 2001 space odyssey <laughs> it's no I just him I think because he was I thought it was good the way they did it because he has to be the grumpy yeah but I just thought it was too deliberate off but it was every scene he appeared in, he's just standing there looking stoic and silent and I said yeah you expect someone to say on Will Bear look good like, can you speak English? Because it was just, he was there actually, first of all, they were saying, can you speak Irish? They were trying to talk in Irish or English. And it was just too emphasised. He was being the Clint Eastwood type hero, which is a Clint Eastwood type film yeah. to an extent. And but that was over. It was just the first few times fine. But then another point when he was there confronting someone else, just in science, waiting for them to do all the talking, was saying, oh, just say something. So that, but that was a minor irritation. But the thing that struck me was the guy who's after him, which is Hugo Weaving. He was cool. I really liked him in it. Like, uh, he was very good as the troubled uh, yeah. pursuer, if you like. But he was just a great character. Like, yeah. the way he just dispensed with people so easily. And not in a bad way. He wasn't evil in any way. He was just calmly sorting out situations. And I just really liked him. I would have seen He's like, him as the hero. He's the guy that goes after him. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really got pissed off with the blonde Englishman. But you're meant to. I know. Yeah. But he's the typical. I'd say he does that part a lot of the kind of spoiled little superior type. Yeah. That loves him. Kind of Germanish from that from the time of the Nazi period who thought they were the best things ever. Yeah. Well, like looked like that kind of, you know, and I just, you're just so punchable. <laughs> well, this is exactly that. I'd say that was very common at the time. Yeah. That they and the very fact of that all the natives could only really speak Irish, mm. which is just so amazing. The way that anyone who can speak Irish now like that is treasured, whereas today you were the lowest form of life. Yeah. And this is what the English were desperate to do was eliminate the language, eliminate the culture, the whole lot. And he personified that. 
and he just looked at them as the lowest form of scum yeah. and just said, and then he's talking about them and how dismissive and and they just breed like rabbits and that's why they all die off and things like this. He's just so contemptuous. Yeah, yeah. But you can see that attitude being so prevalent at the time. It really comes across. Yeah. Okay. So for you. <laughs> thank you, Marina, for letting me speak about my history and culture. So you enjoyed the Spanking film. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. And what will you give it? So I will give it a solid nine for the right. film because it was re- like I would watch it again in mm-hmm. the cinema because I thought it was good. Would you like to have seen more? Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. think it could go on? Because I was thinking that it was quick enough. It's an hour and a half. It could probably but. even become a series kind of thing, mm. which I'm sure people are talking. Like, I'm sure it's it's a it's an option talked about. I'm not saying it's going to like, I'm sure it's 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 a consideration. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's like it's going to be or it's not, but I'm sure it, it has crossed people's mind that this could <laughs> Make a soap opera about the famine. No, but it could be. It's kind of like Peaky Blinders, but in... Oh, yeah. Like, grimness. I'm not comparing story now. No, but, right, it's, it's but it's period and it's, yeah. as you said, grim. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's the first, there has been a series about the famine. It would have been 20 or 30 years. Do you know Paul McGann? No. The actor? Well, you, you probably have seen him in a number of things, but he was in it. All the McGann brothers were in it. There's four of them that are actors. It's called The Hanging Gale. And I think that's the only other dramatization of the famine has ever been when you think of so many things in history that have been done mm. and the most most effective effective thing in Irish history was the famine like it yeah. just changed the country entirely and as on, this is the first time they've ever been to, because it's such a grim story there's no yeah. happy story there at any time there's no true happy story it's yeah. all unless you put in this fictional revenge but thing. that's the same thing with with um World War Two with the Jews, with the Holocaust. Yeah, mean. yeah. Well, I mean, but Schindler's List was a triumphant story. Over it. there are stories but like it's that. Still, yeah, but this is what I mean. Well, you can have in the famine. There's a triumph. It's triumphant whoever survived that. So you still yeah. have uh, that ending. But I mean, it the story itself and what people went through is horrendous. Which is yeah. the same thing as the Jews. He might have saved people, but. Mm. But that's like, I mean, that's something I'm interested in, particularly with the famine is people who did survive. How did they? Mm-hmm. Because I'm particularly with my own family. I'd love to trace that back. That's why I want to be famous in Vian. Who do you think you are? So that I can find out my descendants from that's famine That's the only times. reason you want to be Yeah, famous. I want to find out what happened during the famine <laughs> to my family. I'll make that so, happen. Thanks. <laughs> OK, well, I'll give it five stars. I thought it was. Um, yeah. A film possible of the of the month. Uh. Film of the month. Yes, that's where I'll leave with that. And now we would normally at this point be going on to our challenges. But we've decided to defer them at the moment because we're just so excited from our trip to Madrid that we just could only fit in Black 47 in the meantime. Yeah. Or do you want to give it a real reason? Well, the real reason is, well, um, that I live in Kiltaren and people, please don't go knocking on my door. <laughs> don't try and sell me things. Well, your, your door not working either. Yeah. I can't open it, people. <laughs> um, and 
for some reason, the company that I am under that does my phone, <laughs> Apple, no, <laughs> the what you call service provider, yeah, the service provider of my phone, um, I, I don't have internet. Like I can't even have internet as Wi-Fi in my house because it's a newly built house, and the person who built it didn't put a phone line in. Okay, you're, so you're, this is a long rant about the, yeah. the person who built my house, no, my phone provider. No, no, no but that, I, I have no problem with that. That's fine because I, I work all day somewhere else that has internet. But obviously, okay. I can't watch films there. <laughs> There's cameras that they'll see. <laughs> She's not working. She's watching a Mulder bar film. <laughs> they won't even know a Mulder bar. But anyway, <laughs> ignorant people. <laughs> you really know how to tell a story, don't you, Marina? <laughs> Does it like it's a classic case. They often hear of people in their 70s who just fill up their stories with far too much detail and so on. What are you going to be like in your 70s? And you go off to a completely different tangent, just ranting about something. Nothing to do with that. My only regret I won't be here to hear you tell a story when you're in your 70s. Neither will anyone else. Um, So, anyway, so I, I depend on my phone for internet. So I use the personal hotspot for my laptop. So therefore, I had no internet. There's absolutely no, absolutely no service anymore in my house. So I can't use my internet, basically. So that's basically three challenges for the next for the next time. Because time. It, and I won't when, be saying who the service provider is. No, no, that would be too much, really. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean too much. Uh, yeah, so it'll Did be because it, it'll be three weeks before this is sorted out. Is yes. what you're reckoning? So Basically. we won't be able. So we're deferring the challenges for a while. Yeah, but we will announce our next review, next yes. week's review, because um, we've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, we are going to review King of Thieves. Join us then, unless you're work for three. Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> What? There's so much effort to not reveal the name. <laughs> tree. I didn't finish sentence. Um, tree. What's the name of the Wow Burger. No tree. What? What's the tree burger? Tree place burger. What's the burger place on Georgia Street that we went? Five to? Guys. Oh, it's five. <laughs> guys. <laughs> there's only five. There's five in them. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. <laughs> <laughs>